Hello and welcome to another edition of the Nine Hertz podcast. We're on episode 93 of the podcast now, so um, yeah, soon be at that uh, number 100, which is, I, I don't know, it's, it's kind of scary that we've been doing it that long, but there you go. Mm. Um, so yeah, we started off with uh, an uh, amazing um, contribution this week, Pete, so uh, a band called Silver Knife. Um, I've listened to this a few times and, and yeah, I mean, this is the opening track, but the whole thing is just, I'd say a bit of a masterpiece really. Yeah, it's getting a, you know it's got it's getting quite a lot of uh, press and deservedly so you know it's for a debut release in particular you know it's quite special really. Um, I haven't listened to much uh, black metal in a while. I, I probably barely any during uh, lockdown. I know this isn't pure black metal, but this is almost as close as I've gotten the most, and it's kind of drawn me back in a bit. Um, and that's kind of the strength of it. And you know, it's really kind of everything from the artwork and even the way kind of the um, their kind of band camp page is set up and is just you know, points to this kind of, you know, singular piece of art they've created and, and have put everything into and, you know, really impressive in that sense. Yeah, I mean, uh, I hadn't heard of it until you sent me it, but yeah, it just kind of hit me as um, a, almost like a con- just complete piece of work. Like it just seems very well realised and yeah, just really exciting to sort of, hear something especially for a debut as well so mm. you know um the amount of debut albums that are coming out now that are just absolutely stunning is is quite unnerving really i mean um i don't think anyone's making any mistakes before they record anymore it's just like <laughs> right well let's get this completely how we want it and then just release it to the world and yeah. see what happens but yeah um it's been yeah it's been um doing the rounds i've seen the album cover everywhere but it, hadn't got around to listen to it until uh, we kind of suggested it so yeah just as people have heard it it's just like very sort of um i don't know it's got a bit of post post sort of black metal in there it's like a little mm-hmm. shoegazy it sort of takes the um the more listenable parts of, of black metal and, and sort of plays with it a little bit um yeah not a lot more to say really just really good like a really yeah. good piece of work and with the ghostly vocals, it, it it just creates that atmosphere, you know. And with that, you know, that atmosphere that you can get with um, post black metal, atmospheric black metal, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But without, you know, without, it just makes it eerie rather than, you know, it, it doesn't seem pretentious or anything like that. It's just, you know, it creates that atmosphere, and you kind of you're in it then. Yeah. So brilliant. Absolutely. I mean, those those vocals are pretty pained and. Um... I guess like the the band Weakling kind of sat out that kind of sound years ago, that kind of real like harrowing. Um, it actually sounds like someone's in pain, sort of thing. Uh, done very well here, really, really good. So yeah, um, as ever, we're playing nine tracks uh, that we found like through submissions or uh, that we found through the week. Um, yeah, we've got amazing tunes again. Uh, found this one um, next that uh, is by a band called Ugari. Um, I think they're from Poland. And um, yeah, I found this in the noise section of the metal section of Bandcamp. So um, buried away a little bit. And I, I think this is a bit more sludgy than uh, that suggests. But um, really enjoyed it. Just a bit of a minimal piece. Where it's just a, off a split release with a band called Soil Troth. Um, and yeah, I just really enjoyed this this one track they've contributed to this. Um, what do yeah. you make of this piece? It's, um, it's quite strange, isn't it? It is. And... I think you kind of forewarned me of its strangeness before we played it, and um, which kind of you know gets my guard up because you know you you kind of way more into kind of you know oh, drone and noise and tape loops than I am. And so 
I was wary, but that was kind of unfounded. I, what, thinking around that, you know, my thoughts on this, I just can't put my finger on it at all. I can't pin it down to a genre. Um, my sense of the mood it's kind of uh, portraying or giving out or trying to put you in, I, I, I'm unsure of. The energy in it, it, it seems to kind of move around. It's like forceful at one moment and then kind of mystically minimal at others. Um and that all, you know, everything there just points to something like different and exciting and, um, and, and refreshing. So, you know, I stuck it straight back on, uh, which yeah. is you know, it's a sign of how good it is. See if I could decipher it any better kind of second time through. And I'm not sure I could really, um, except to know I enjoyed it and it, you know, it just felt different from, you know, most of the things. Definitely. I mean, um, I think that's what drew me in, just the fact that I couldn't really place um, kind of where they were coming from or, or what they were trying to get from it really so um i did pop the lyrics into google translate actually and um it wasn't any more kind of um explanatory really um it, it's all about like um an axe will open the door i drink to the bottom of the well um i stumble against the wind and things like that so i don't know it's, it's kind of just it, it sounds maybe a bit that sounds like they're shining. Like a, yeah, <laughs> maybe, yeah. Like a drunken, stumbling person with an axe. You know, that's probably a good yeah. way of putting this, to be honest. So, um, yeah, so if people want to sort of uh, investigate this band a bit more, um, you can find it at uh, Uh And they've got this, obviously, the split release with Soil Troth. Um, Soil Troth is completely different. Um, it's uh, a little bit more kind of synthy and... Um, it's got like a drum machine, I think. So it completely different, and which just adds to the mystery of this release, to be honest. So um, the the actual um, title is just split, and uh, the song by Ugri here is Pod Waiter.
So on the Nine That Hurts podcast, we're all about kind of um, hearing people kind of, I don't know, just getting creative and, and getting sort of like things out there. And we've had bands on the podcast in the past that have been like almost too prolific and you kind of wonder where do you get the time to actually do this and we've got another one here so um pete you sent me this uh slugweed um yeah. submission and um i had to actually like go back and, and find this release so we always like it, it's generally um correct if you go back and find the last release uh a band's done as the one we're going to play but this is a good i don't know like eight or nine releases ago um in terms of um you know discography order um so how did you come across this one because this guy um slugweed has, has got tons of releases yes yeah i mean it only came out a month ago and it's the ninth you know oldest uh, ninth newest release so um i just I, just on Bandcamp, you know kind of having a look through various things and you know my stoner doom ear attuned to um a band name sticking out so slugweed you just say yeah there's a good chance i know it. you know that's going to fall into my realm of music so um delved in and quickly kind of you know got the feel for what's happening i mean the, the one thing to say is I, I presume this has been you know written and produced and created and put out um at this speed and it's not you know at first i just wondered whether it was like a, a dump of old stuff that had been on cd and things and it's been put on and maybe that's the case but it doesn't seem that way because even in even in the last few days since we found this um i think there's been three or four more added so it yeah. seems like um, it's just you know someone extremely um, productive and creative, mm. um, and I set I set about you know I set myself well list of one song just to see what I thought and loved it, it was on a different one one of the different releases set myself the you know the task of going through um, of which I'm now well out of date but um, in that there's a there's a lot of kind of different kind of music styles it's not you know it's called slugweed but it's not a big kind of just generic sludge or doom band um it's it's got you know it's got elements of those but it's got so much more in there as well there's um there's like psych and post-rock post-metal there is doom there's sludge there's one uh, track called rulers of the Kieferverse, which is 25 minutes long and you know you can imagine where that goes <laughs> um and then you've got a track like this and this is the one like as soon as i played this i thought i, I knew i wanted to play you know something from the discography so far this was the one that kind of jumped out and i knew straight away it, it's it's more on the kind of psych end, the stoner end. It's got, you know, it's relaxed and it's warm. And um, I just really like, and I like, you know, like this idea of someone there just creating so much music and, and it and it being so good. Yeah, the quality's there really, isn't it? Like all the way through, it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, mm. I, I got like a, a bit of a grunge, like 90s vibe from this one, this particular, mm, this particular track. Um, just like the, the way the vocals are kind of drawled and... Um, the kind of slow pace. It's a bit more kind of shoegazy and yes, um, yeah. that sort of era. Um, yeah, really, really enjoyed it. Um, but again, I need to kind of catch up and listen to all of this because there's so much of it. Um, and I think that's what what's great about Bandcamp, like the the ability to kind of just put up what you want as fast as you want yeah. without much explanation, really, and just kind of see where people take it, really. You know, um, mm. I think a lot of um, people that we've played lately who aren't maybe attached to labels or just doing the first release uh, are quite surprised that we found them. But I think through trawling Bandcamp in the way we do, or, you know, just sort of browsing yeah, throws up so much creative stuff. And I think sometimes the, the, the almost broken algorithm of 
fan camp, you know, it can kind of throw you things that aren't necessarily the right genre. You know, people maybe just click a load of tags and presume that they sound like one thing when they actually are another. Brings you stuff like this, which is brilliant. And it kind of reminds me of the the old kind of um, compilation days or, you know, tape trading, things like that. So you just get thrown something that's a bit of a curveball that you wouldn't normally encounter. So this is one of those, really, for me. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, um, the um, EP that you picked this off is called Cloud Splitter, uh, and uh, yeah, we're going to play uh, one song off it. I don't know if I can actually read out this number. To be honest, it's, it's ridiculous, but it's the first track off it, and you can find it at slugweed.bandcamp.com.
So it's not often that we'll just play uh, a preview of a track um, on the Night Oats podcast because, you know, we like to let you revel in the uh, the sort of um, longer kind of more experimental winding songs that we've we've got to play. Um, but this one really stood out to me. So um, it just came up as we were looking through uh, submissions and Bandcamp and things like that. So Sentient Ruin are releasing uh, a band's album called Plague Organ. Um, and they've just got one track preview um, sort of ready, and it's it's just called Orphan. And it's just two minutes, but those two minutes encompass so much uh, that I just had to play it. It sounds insane. So I cannot wait to hear the whole track. Um, and normally we get sent everything from this label, and we, we haven't just yet. So, yeah, I'm waiting for that big reveal, to be honest. Um, what did you make of this one, Because Obviously, two minutes, you can't really tell much, but I don't uh, yeah. want to hear more. <laughs> Yeah, it promises so much. You know, it's it, it is kind of awesomely creepy, and it's you know it, even within those two minutes, it's creepy. It's got ghostly chants, it's fidgety. You know, it's like insect-like movement. You know, kinetic mechanics and all this. You know, it, that's what I got from it. it. It's members. You know, I think you know you just told me just before that it's members of um, the Dutch collective who kind of have. Uh, Dead Neanderthals and Cryptide and Imperial Cult and so many other bands which um, are always, you know, um, experimental and noisy and weird and they'll push things out and they'll have long songs or they'll have, uh, there's a like this um, gothy almost pop band that they've got, I, um, I forget the name, they just seem to push the boundaries in every direction. I mean, I don't know how they have the time for so many, oh, yeah. so many different <laughs> bands, you know, that, but it's incredible. I, I saw a Dead Neanderthals uh, live stream the other day, um, and it, it, I think it was just like one long kind of song. It's just two of them. It's, it's an amazing um, thing to witness. So, yeah, um, phenomenal. It, it's it's, it's going to be a 41-minute long song, and it'll be, you know, just from this and from the artwork and from the... Um, pedigree of bands out the ring, you just know that's going to be something. We, you know, it, it's got to be, it's got to be amazing. Yeah, and I think to be honest, they they pulled me in with this artwork. It's astonishing. It's like, um, kind of reminds me of an old um, ISIS record, like the one they did after all the um, sort of really popular ones. So I think it's called Those Who Speak the Truth or something like that. Um, but yeah, it's by a guy called Stefan Thanner, who's uh, known as Chaos Echo. So. <laughs> I'm uh, probably going to look up his uh, artwork as well. So, really amazing stuff. So, if you like the uh, the sound of this two-minute sample, uh, you can get yourself to sentientruin.bandcamp.com uh, and you can order the tape. Uh, I think there's a limited run of those, uh, 100 copies only, or you can get the digital version, uh, and that's at sentientruin.bandcamp.com.
So that was the amazing plague orphan. Um, we're going to something completely different now, I think. So a um, little bit of a black metal sludgy mix, I reckon, Pete. Uh, this mm. band called Crust that you've picked. Um, the album's called And a Dirge Becomes an Anthem, which is a fantastic title, I thought. Yes. Uh, from Russia, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, it, 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 you know, I just I saw them, No, you know, no very little, never heard of them before. Um like the artwork, like the logo, you know, like the title, and you know, so I thought that there's a good chance I'm going to get into this, and yeah, I did. It's that mixture of um, the the they mentioned they say post black sludge metal, so yeah, there's that dynamic and um, you know, sort of grandeur of the post black that it's trying for, but by maintaining like this, you know, sludge element, the doom element, it it's still got a weight, it's still got um, a punch right from the start in this song in particular, which is why I like this one the best. Um, so it still kind of hits you. It doesn't have this, you know, three-minute intro that builds up and builds up or anything like that or, you know, mass atmospheric. So um, those combined, I thought, made for something, you know, interesting and and lively uh, despite what, you know, what it could have been. So, yeah, I, I like this a lot. Yeah, I mean, the lyrics are something else, I think. They're kind of just so despondent, like about um, blessed are the sick and blessed are the ugly as they know their place and strive for nothing. How bleak is that? <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like this, it, it's quite a harrowing sound, I think. I listened to the whole record. Um, and yeah, it, it's just um, very heavy going. And like you say, just, just this, it's got something going on just without kind of falling into genre stereotypes and, and things yeah. like that. So, yeah, I think this is a really interesting one. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's it's really interesting when we find something like this that kind of, on first glance, I mean, I have to say, like, I, I sort of heard this and I kind of thought, it's it's good, but I'm not sure. And I think repeated listen and, and actually, a, you know, full listen to the full album has really changed my mind. So, yeah, I really like this. So we're going to play a, a song of this called When the Winds Howl, The Song of Death. And you can get this at crustband.bandcamp.com. Uh, looks like they've got a load of merch on there as well, so treat yourself.
So we were talking earlier about uh, people being prolific, and here's another one for you. So this band from Japan, they're called Pharmacist, um, which is a fantastic name. Like I always used to joke with friends, like, oh, what if there was a band called, I don't know, Optician, or, you know, <laughs> and they're all becoming true. All these kind of, like, names are just becoming actual band names. Uh, yeah, I, I, just to jump in, I, I kind of work in a hospital, and I, sometimes I walk around, and, you know, you can look at the signs, and I think, it's just like a metal band, uh, yeah. li- you know, name library here. It's yeah. amazing. I'm in a band called Optometry, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, t- to be honest, like, you know, Carcass probably got there first. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, um, yeah, u- using sort of medical notebooks and things. Um, this doesn't stray too far from that, to be honest, does it? So uh, we were saying before this, uh, the cover of this, which is called Medical Redin- Renditions of Grinding Decomposition. Uh, it's got a very carcass cover. It's it's like a cut up kind of gore image. It's not too it's not too bad. I mean, some of them are horrific, <laughs> aren't they? But this is this is acceptable, I think. Um, I think well, you're pushing it. Yeah. Do you know the piss grave? Um, oh yeah, the their, their covers. covers. Yeah, yeah, it reminds me I of can't that. I actually look at them. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm saying. I, I think the worst ones that. Um, uh, what they call blood duster. There's a blood duster album oh, with, God, a, yeah. with a smashed yeah. face on the front. It's just disgusting. But yeah. anyway, away from away from how uh, how um, cool people are for using cut up dead bodies on the front of their albums. This is dead good, isn't it? It's it's like um, rumbling kind of death metal, but like with a lot going on. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's got a bit grind in there. Um, it's got like a, one of the riffs is like a real galloping type thing, which yeah. I wasn't quite expecting as well. And then dirty death metal, and and then the vocals take quite a long time to come in, don't they? And when they do, the, there's a slightly odd uh, effect on them, and that kind of just takes it. You know, once that came in, I thought, oh well, yeah, I like this. You know, I definitely like this now because it just takes it off. You know, slightly off from where you thought, only slightly. You know, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, really interesting stuff. So I mean, like we said, um, they're ridiculously pro- prolific. They've only formed this year. Yeah, this is their third release apparently. So there's um, yeah, there's two releases before this one, um, but yeah, this is the one that's kind of caught our eye this time. Um, not a lot to say really. I mean, they're just bloody good, really. Um, we're gonna play the opening track from this album. Uh, it's called Gardening on Human Soils, which again is a fantastic title as well. Uh, and you can get this at pharmacistgore.bandcamp.com. Thank you. 
so we often find um, that like releases are coming thick and fast at the moment, and I think this is one that um, has kind of um, surprised us both, really. So how did you find this one, Pete? This is a band called Sheenjack from Portland in Oregon. It was somebody said um, said list to this on Facebook, and it's probably you know another um, a website or a you know like a Facebook group or something. And I should credit them, but I genuinely don't remember who it was. I just kind of clicked the link to listen later. So apologies there, but um, I, you know I kind of put it on. I thought well, I didn't put it on. I made a note to list to it later. And when I came to it um, the other day, it wasn't what I thought at all. And um, you know, I, I don't know what I, I thought, but I think it's from the source. You know, typically um, through that route of things, I'll pick up, you know, uh, black metal, death metal, you know, maybe uh, doom and things. And this was something completely different. And um, I just, it's just diff, you know, it's, it's different from, it's more energetic than a lot of the kind of, you know, the the, the extreme metal we, we play. And um, I just kind of clicked with it. And I really kind of, um, not fell in love with it, but I really, you know, really enjoyed it. There's a bit halfway, well, not halfway through, about four minutes through this song. It's six minutes long. And it just changed tack slightly. And I had earphones on. I think I was, um, at, you know, doing work at home. And um, I just suddenly knew, you know, I thought this is, it kind of raised my spirits. And I knew um, I knew how to play it. And I knew there's kind of something different and something special about them. Absolutely. Um, I I got kind of unsane vibes from ah, this and, yes. and maybe like yeah, Melvin's ish. Yeah, yeah. And I, I I had a bit of so I think there's a bit of like fun time noise rock in there. Yeah. There's a bit of post hardcore even, a bit of stoner rock. Uh, and all that mashed up and uh it's got heavy streaks in there as well. So yeah, I think they're they're good points. I I kinda noted down a few bands which which kinda made me think of and one of them was unsane. Um, even someone like, say, Girls Against Boys, or, or you know, like that weirdy kind of slinky, um, just slightly different, like post-hardcore, and then like oozing wound, but without the, you know, without the thrash, you know, but just <laughs> a bit manic, uh, you know, like with a grin on its face, but manic and um, having a good time. Yeah, I could even hear like um, sort of, I don't know, mid-2000s bands from Leeds, you know, that kind of slacker sound to it, you know, like maybe even mm-hmm. Chicken Hawk, you know, drummer like yeah, yeah, you know that kind That's, of yeah. um, kind of tongue in cheek as well. I mean, they they describe their music as um, originating from eighties TV theme songs and things like that. So yeah, I think there's obviously some there's a sense of humour running through this, definitely. Mm. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. point. And, and you know, another band from Portland. So this is the uh, this week's uh, Portland slot is filled by the Sheen uh, <laughs> Jack. Yeah, yeah, we have we have to have a Portland band on every few weeks, otherwise um, we get shut down. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, so yeah, we're going to play the song Lazy Boy, uh, and you can get this on the album Unclever. Uh, and it looks like they've got a limited edition record, uh, just a hundred copies on white, uh, black and white heavy spatter sort of thing. Um, and then they number the first 50. So, yeah, get in there early if you want this. Um, you can find this at sh- uh, sheenjack.bandcamp.com. Enjoy. Well, Scott, you got the wrong fucking number.
So it's always nice when uh, we sort of follow a band from you know their first release to you know moving on to a label or kind of coming back and being played again. So um, in this case, it's uh, we've played like one of their EPs before we've reviewed them before. Uh, a band called Void Rock, uh, who Sentient Ruin again have put out, um, and yeah, the new the new record, Descending Pillars, is is just kind of pretty astonishing, isn't it? I mean, you picked this one, Pete, but I think just this eight minute opener is enough to kind of make me want to hear the rest yeah. um, and buy it to be honest. Cause it's, it's yeah. just brilliant. Yeah. It's out in a couple of weeks. Um, and yeah, the whole album is, is phenomenal. Um, like you say, kind of what they've had a three track, you know, three track, uh, EP, which is, I think the kind of their, their first ever release. And it was obvious then like I look back on, um, I look back on the review I wrote from back then and it ends with, um, me saying note the name because they're going somewhere, and I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying this, you know, for my like, you know, amazing foresight. It's just that it was that obvious that they had sage like wisdom. Pete. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> um, it was just obvious, you know, that they've got this kind of, you know, it's death doom essentially, and they do it you know they do it so well they do it like you know the best of them out there you know like whether it's like hooded menace or disembowelment or you know anything like that it 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 pulls from both sides it'll attract both you know both fans of both elements of that as well as pure death doom fans and um and then you know like they've got this as their debut album you know debut full length it'll just you know if people haven't already cottoned on this will you know put them front and center yeah definitely i mean um I do always love the sentient room descriptions of things, and they've just described this as a monstrous sarcophagus of sound. It's like, <laughs> okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah, that yeah, sounds, that's a pretty good description. So, yeah. yeah, they're on um, as well. It's it's coming out on two labels: so Sentient Ruin and and Everlasting Spew, which oh, okay. you know, another great label, and you know, worth saying that label name out as often as always, we can. It's always. the best <laughs> label name. Yeah, brilliant. Um, so yeah, I think we're just going to play this. Um, the title track of this, um, just so people can, g- can get into this sarcophagus, basically. Um, yeah, so this is Descending Pillars, and you can get it at sentientrune.bandcamp.com, or you can look up Everlasting Spew.
So it's a little bit of a challenge on the Night Hopes podcast not to play every single thing that they'll do because they're very prolific. And again, we're talking about prolific bands, you know, for the third time on this podcast today. Um, but, you know, we resisted the urge to play one of their Nirvana covers. We played, I think, um, their collaboration with The Body, but they seem to just be churning out amazing releases at the moment. So they've been doing kind of... Um, compilations of stuff that they've put on splits and comp and you know other compilations um i guess because you know they can't tour so they've got to keep busy they're one of those bands that just stay on the road quite a lot i think so um this is what they do when they're you know got downtime so they've um got a collection of covers um and they've called it a primer of holy words um really good isn't it i mean there's the sabbath covers on here there's a shellac cover um, sound garden yeah it's just amazing isn't it yeah, yeah, and I mean, I've heard the, I've heard most of this before, uh, yeah. and I came across the Sabbath covers on their own um, recently again. So I've just, just by chance, recently had that on. The um, picks for me, other than the song we're about to play, which we'll come to, were kind of the the Shellac song and Fourth of July by Soundgarden, which yeah. you know, it's, it's like the the most doom non doom song yeah. you know doom song you know doom song by non doom band i should say yeah. um so perfect to be covered like by thou um and you know without kind of treading old ground with this band because we you know we we both love this band um you know i think they're one of the most important bands out there and you know i'm treading that ground so um to talk about them with covers is you know when, whenever we've talked about covers in the past, it's to say the best covers are surely those done where it's an interpretation of that song, yeah. and you get therefore you know it's it's the band putting their imprint on to this music rather than just a faithful cover because a faithful cover you may as well listen to the original. Yeah, um, and that they'll do that brilliantly. Um, you know, you get that. You know, particularly you know with this, which is a Neil Young song. Um, you get, you know, it's, it's it's seeing it from a different point of view, um, and yeah, makes it just makes it completely, uh, completely new, completely different from from the original, uh, and therefore the you know these are very worthwhile. They're not kind of well, they're obviously stopgap, but they're not, you know, it's not just a throwaway album. It's, you know, it's, a, it's something you really invest in as much as you would anything else. Absolutely, I mean. Um, it's it's quite notable that this, this is the second Neil Young cover that we've played in a few weeks. Um, yeah. Because Interarmor did um, uh, one on their last uh, covers record, which was like a bit of a mixed bag. I think it was kind of some were like literally like them playing through the songs as they sound. But I think that they'll do it a little bit better because they take the idea and just make it grim. And you know, don't let it bring you down is 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 kind of a Neil Young classic, but. I don't know whether it's just Neil Young had quite depressing lyrics or whether it's just interpreted that way um, on here. But like, yeah, it's only Castles Burning. It's like that, you know, a lot of people think that's the actual title of this song because it's such an epic line. And I think they yeah. deliver this in such a way that it makes it sound like, oh, God, I better check. <laughs> <laughs> There's not actual castles on fire. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, really good stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean... Uh, how how can a band sound this um, original when you know playing covers is is beyond me? But uh, yeah, amazing stuff. So what's really good about this is uh, it's choose your own price pretty much for all of these uh, compilations. So treat yourself and and get these thirteen tracks because why wouldn't you really? 
Um, so yeah, we're going to play the Neil Young cover, but you should definitely go and check out those three, four Sabbath covers, actually. Um, you get this, obviously, at thou.bandcamp.com. <laughs> 